Welcome to episode 463 of the Paranoid School Rock Show. My name's Armitage and this pretty much is the continuation of show 462. So sit down, buckle up and get ready to rock like fuck. Copyright Adam Bomb. Business is a funny old game. You can put money on a band being massive only to lose a lot with a rank outsider streaking past the winning post by a country mile and going on to receive accolades and praise left, right and centre. We're all aware of the Hanoi Rock story ahead of their time only for a tragedy, no pun intended, to put pay to their guaranteed rise to international stardom. Michael Monroe's first solo album, Not So So Long, which came out a couple of years after Hanoi Stop was primarily uh, an all-covers affair, featuring only three Munro compositions. However, it was enough for him to be signed to a major label in the form of Polygram for his 1989 album, Not Faking It, which saw Axl Rose joining him in the video for Dead, Jail or Rock and Roll. Michael's solo career didn't prove to be as successful as he hoped, so in 1990 he decided to put together a new band. The band was called Jerusalem Slim and featured Billy Idol guitarist Steve Stevens, Sammy Yaffa, Michael's former Hanoi bassist, with Greg Ellis on the drums. Only one album was recorded, with the band split due to Michael and Steve not seeing eye to eye over the musical direction. This fact was borne out when Michael released the demos through his website years later. He did, however, keep hold of Sammy and formed the superb Demolition 23 with Jay Henning from Star Star on guitar and Jimmy Clark on drums. Like Jerusalem Slim, the band only released one album, but it's much more of a punkier approach. I've always viewed it as a companion to the Dam's Machine Gun Etiquette. I think Demolition 23 only played uh, London once, and that was at the Astoria. Obviously, the Squirrel and I were in attendance. Now... Bear in mind, this was pre-internet, and the only social networking was done on a Saturday afternoon at Shades Records, which sadly closed in 1992, the intrepid Fox or the Royal George before decamping to the marquee. So we weren't expecting to see Nasty Suicide on guitar instead of Jay, who had been involved in a car accident and subsequently been refused entry into the UK. Michael's next release was Peace of Mind, a couple of years later in 1992. 96. And even though the musicians had changed, it was still very much in the vein of Demolition 23. And even Machine Gun Etiquette was covered. Michael toured the UK for his next album, Life Gets You Dirty, in October 1999. And the venues chosen for a man of such rich musical heritage were questionable. The Army and Navy in Chelmsford, where he arrived with only 30 minutes before the curfew, and the next night at the borderline were hardly full. I'm sure I counted only about 30 people, including the bar staff in Chelmsford. Like I said, the music business is a funny old game. His last solo album before the Hanoi Rebirth was, like his first, with what you want, more covers than originals. I say the last before his Rebirth, but uh, it actually came out uh, a year after Hanoi's 12 Shots on the Rocks was released. So in January 2010... The Michael Monroe band reconvened in LA and now comprised of Ginger, Todd Youth, Sammy Affa and Jimmy Clark. 
This lineup only lasted a few months with Steve Conte and Carl Rockfist replacing Todd and Jimmy and going on to record Sensory Overdrive, which was released in 2011. For the next studio album, Horns and Halos, Dragon replaced Ginger, but uh, I never got to see the man play the songs he co-wrote and recorded. As like Ginger, he departed only for Rich Jones to move from designing artwork for the Munros to playing guitar and writing with them. This leads us up to the present day and Michael Munro co-headlining the Electric Ballroom with Hardcore Superstar last Thursday. I did read an interview with Michael where he said plans were afoot for them to go out on tour with the dam. Man, that would have been so good. I think I might have even done a squirrel and gone to more than one show. As for who would have headlined... Anyway... Thursday's set was a broad representation of Michael's solo career today, although I thought Horns and Halos was underrepresented. However, he is here to promote Blackout States, and it would have been interesting to hear uh, a Hanoi song from the Rebirth days, as well as Oriental Beat, Tragedy and Malibu Beat. But I was glad to hear Up Around the Bend, a song which I don't think I've heard him play solo. It's funny, but I said on Monday's episode, with regards to Hardcore Superstore, uh, set that I thought it was a tad long and I'm more of a wham bam thank you merchant not when it comes to Michael Munro I could have quite happily watched the Munros play their entire back catalogue from start to finish it's a funny old game until Friday yep Friday take it easy
moon, you know, off the life symbol, and NASA just happened to walk by. Because it hit him in the head and it passed out. What else? All you needed, just a little torch. So, here we do some hammer, right?
Show! 